Hello, everybody. Common Sense Christianity here. I hope everybody's doing fantastic. You know, I've touched on Shalia quite a bit. And uh, the reason why is it's critical when trying to understand Scripture, right? We can look at uh, the Shalia, and it's pronounced S-H-A-L-I-A-H for my podcast listeners. One example of it is when Jesus in John 17, 18 and I'm reading from the NASB, says, As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. So when we look at the Jewish law of agency, the Shalia, right? We know it's critical to understand the idea of an apostle, right? When we look at the verb itself, apostolo, it's used to speak of a mission of, well, in the case of Yeshua, and the mission of his disciples, right? And so we can't really interpret things correctly without fully understanding and appreciating this law, okay? It's very critical. The apostoledo is a basically strengthening compound of stilo, and it's common in Greek for to send forth, and it differs from pempo, which stresses the fact of sending by its relating of sender and sent and its consequent implication of a commission, especially in Hellenistic Greek, right? It carries farther thought of authorization in the case of official envoys, but it also divinely sent teachers. So the translation of the Hebrew terms in uh, the LXX indicate the sending of a special messenger with the emphasis on the sender, okay? So the messenger is kind of like a a plenty potentiary, right? The message and the one sent are of interest only as they embody the sender, no matter who the sender or the sent may be. Even those who are sent realize that the stress is on the sender, just like Jesus says, you know, I, I have been sent into the world. John was sent into the world. The Bible says there was a man sent from God. His name was John. The LXX pursues the thought consistently, even using apostolo for shit, and contrary to the literal sense, in order to bring out the authoritative element in the action and the position of the one who acts. So, If we apply this view to Yeshua, you know, in John's gospel, we find that there's two important facts. So the first one is that Yeshua is the fully authorized emissary of Yodevave under the current law of agency, right? Anything, basically, and everything he does is as if Yodevave had done it. So Yeshua confirms this over and over again. So what this means is that Yeshua acts as if he were God. Okay, His decisions, his actions, his teaching, and his character are to be viewed as if they were decisions, actions, teachings, and characters of God himself. In other words, under Shalia, Yeshua is God's without being God. Okay, Again, Yeshua is God without being God. So if you miss this point, you'll draw a different conclusion from the text. 
So you'll conclude that Yeshua cannot act as if he does without being God. Well, that's not true. Shalia makes a conclusion unnecessary. The result is that the agent cannot only carry out divine functions, but also is depicted in divine language. Okay. The second, a perhaps more important point, is that we also can operate under Shalia. So John's text says Yeshua empowers us as his fully authorized representatives in the same way that he acted as the fully authorized representative of the Father. So under Shalia, this means that we do not present ourselves as individuals distinct from the sender. We are the sender. We are in the world as if he is in the world. Okay? Shalia creates a chain of command so that Yeshua is the manifestation of Yodevave and we are the manifestation of Yeshua. None of this requires either that Yeshua be Yodevave or for us to be Yeshua. All that is required in a true understanding of Shalia. Now, remember, Jesus said, if they do not hear you, they do not hear me. And if they do not hear me, they do not hear the one who sent me. Or if they do not listen to you, they do not listen to me. And if they do not listen to me, they do not listen to the one who sent me, right? So try reading the gospel accounts in this way. You'll see what you find. And notice in particular Yeshua's interaction with the centurion. Shalia is everywhere. It's a common understanding of the culture. So why did we miss this mark somewhere along the way? Am I living Shalia today? Will others see him or see me? If we see you, we are to see the Father if you're living as a Christian. Remember, Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. So we should be able to say the same thing. When somebody looks at you, are they looking at the Father? God bless.